Welcome to Mom Fashions. This is Emily. Join me for a special season as we search for a new co-host and meet lots of interesting women while we discuss the beauty and the burden of motherhood. This is Mom Fashions. Episode 83, preparing your heart and home to say goodbye to your college kid. Hello, Mom Fashions listeners. This is Emily, and I am, I know, I always, I mean, like, am I ever not going to be excited <laughs> to have somebody to chat to? I don't know. But I really, like, it is a genuine excitement because I get so, like, pumped up about these topics, and I like I like chatting, and I get to have different friends all season long come join me, and we get to talk about really interesting topics. So when I say I'm excited to have my guest today, don't roll your eyes because I mean it. I'm delighted to welcome, for the very first time on Mom Fashions, my new friend, Ashanti. She is part of our Collin County Moms team, and so welcome. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. Your heightenedness and your excitement is equally the same as mine. Yay! Like, yes. As soon as you said podcast, I was like, I'm in. Where do I sign? <laughs> I'm coming. I'm done. Yeah, it's done. Yeah. It's happening because I feel like I have like a podcast like in my head with my kids. So I'm like, where's our camera? Like, why is this recorded? <laughs> like, this is great. So now like here it is. It's recorded and it's great. Fantastic. Yes. So I'm excited. So I am a, a mom. I have six kids. So. I always like kind of, you know, putting that out there because it's like, wow, there's six and there really are six. Like, <laughs> Sometimes you just like dawns and you're like, wow, there are six of these children that belong to me. Yes, yes. There are six people that call me mommy that look for something. And mm-hmm. yeah, they're they are mine. And those ranges, like I think that's what kind of gives me like a little bit of fun and madness and chaos all at the same time is that they go from age. And of course, y'all can't judge me because you don't know who my kids are. So if I forget their ages. <laughs> It's like, but I think from 20... judgment free zone here. <laughs> appreciate it, appreciate it. So like twenty four, if I'm right, or twenty three. Okay, somewhere but, in there. Yeah, somewhere in there to nine. So then there's, you know, take take it there, you know, mm-hmm. and then the girl at the front, girl at the end, and then boys all in between. Okay, so, good times. Good good times. <laughs> well, one of the reasons I was really eager to invite you to the podcast and eager to talk to you is I love chatting with mothers who have, you know, just a larger brood than I do. I I have two girls, so I don't have that kind of large family experience. Mm -hmm. And that you kind of have parented through a lot of ages and Mm -hmm. stages. Yes. Yes. So we have, I'm trying to, we have like a a couple of older episodes on mom visions where we have talked about that transition in kind of like, you know, parenting kids through, finishing high school and, and transitioning, whether it is college years for them or entering their young adult yeah. um, years. Right. But it's not something that I can, well, I say I can't speak from personally. I have sort of like this amended experience of that. So um, I have an older niece who we kind of became surrogate parents for. Nice. And our involvement in her life grew 
and became really involved when she was in her later high school years. And we went with her through her whole college experience. So while this isn't a child that I raised and Mm -hmm. we don't necessarily have a parent child relationship, we already had an established aunt niece relationship, but it, Mm -hmm. you know, is one that's close. Right. Um, I have, it's kind of like, I got a trial run of like how you go, go through these (laughs) years, but you have lived it with kids you raised. And so we're going to dive into the whole topic of, you know, how do you, um, just like not only help the kiddo that's transitioning into adulthood, but how do you help the family that's left behind? How do you change your home and those Mm -hmm. kinds of things? So let's just, just jump in. And the first thing I, I was hoping we could talk about was like the practical tips, the practical prep. What, what just like if there, if I was coming to you and I said, right. Anna is going to college in August, like what are the practical things I need to know? Okay. I like it. And see, I'm glad you put like where you wanted to start, you know, because there's some of those fun prepared parents that are like, oh yeah, ninth grade, here we are. We're going to, you know, get this started and whatever, whatever, if you're not like that, or, you know, I, I wasn't, you know. <laughs> okay. Well, my, if my face looks stunned, it never occurred to me. So clearly I am not. And now I'm like, am I supposed to start in ninth yeah, grade? Yeah. I don't know. You know what? You, I, I think, and maybe just kind of the idea of starting maybe a little bit mentally at ninth grade is because, you know, they're in high school. Mm-hmm. And so now these grades count. Right. You know, so it's it's a little bit more serious because mm-hmm. I remember sitting in my counselor's office with my mom at ninth grade or no, no, not ninth, but like I think 11th. Yeah, I said senior year. So, yeah, 12th grade. I'm sitting there in the counselor's office with my mom and he's looking back at my ninth grade math scores. And I'm like, what? Right. Why are you looking at that? I'm literally about to graduate. Yeah. And you're judging me for ninth grade. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so maybe just just a quick little thought, you know, and I would say like on ninth grade, just kind of getting them ready, like different ways of them studying, you know, like mm-hmm. because that's a good that, idea. Yeah, studying is really serious. You know, once you're out there in college, like those professors don't care if you pass or fail. They're getting paid. They care about you possibly as a, you know, as a student and some things reflect mm-hmm. on them. But then most of it reflects on you as a right. student. So, you know, so maybe just getting them, you know, ready to know how to study, knowing the way that they study. And then, you know, it's kind of introducing maybe like little things to them like, hey, here's a planner. You know, this this is a fun way to kind of do it. You know, it's kind of showing a planner maybe like a simple you know like those desk calendars mm-hmm. that always worked for my daughter and actually she still uses that and she's yep. you know graduated and you know older mm-hmm. but pa- um, paper calendars for life yeah i love it i love it i mean if you y'all could see me like i literally have my right in front of me mm-hmm. <laughs> you yes. know? all the millennial moms are like rolling their eyes we're yeah. old ladies here holding on to paper calendars right. i love it I, I love my paper so you know so just just kind of set them up a little bit kind of know you know how to study how to plan your day you know and and be ready for it so you know if you're mm-hmm. kind of get some of those things down i think that's a plus you know because then right. then they're ready so it, it makes me think of some things we talked about about prepping for kindergarten <laughs> like so it's kind of like don't get so wrapped i mean you have to care about the academic side like you're not grade math grades yeah but like when you go to kindergarten you your life skills are just as important as the things that you know you know yeah like you have to know how to go to the bathroom by yourself (laughs) right right, by kindergarten but when you're saying that that's made me think of that hopefully they're toilet trained by college but hopefully hopefully. yes but like (laughs) you're you're saying that 
there's they have to have these ways to take care and show responsibility yes. for themselves just as important as like passing their classes and exactly kind of yeah so it's like I, I i usually don't try to start like you know like you said like with the academic part because it is important and it is going to carry on but it just like you said like kindergarten like as soon as you you are then on your own you are out of the house and you're there mm-hmm. so the same for your kid they are now officially out of the house mm-hmm. and they're on their own also, another thing that I, I like that I did because, you know, just the same with my parents is that they weren't just thrown to the wolves, you know, as soon as they got out there. Mm-hmm. I had already, you know, started trusting them with, you know, a few things of yeah practicing that. Yeah. Exactly. You know, like I, I, I'm going to trust you until you show me that I can't. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so just kind of letting them go hang out with some friends and putting a time to it and saying, okay, hey, like the, this is the time frame that I came up with. This is the one we're sticking with, mm-hmm. you know, and of course now this fun age of cell phones, you know, they can call, they can say if something happens or something right. changes, you yes, know, like, that's nice. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So when you put that, that open contact of communication, like that, honestly, like plays out so well when they're in college, like it is top most best thing that I can say, like, if you were ever going to do or if you hadn't really done it now is the time to be like hey you know you can call me at any time anytime i'm i'm not going to be mad like we will talk about it but you need to call me mm-hmm. you know they they need to know they can reach out to you yeah so yeah so just leave leaving that and having that ready that is perfect mm-hmm. Professors don't really like to be contacted by parents. I'm not going to say I found that out the hard way. <laughs> right. I, I imagine that is true. Correct? Yeah. Yes. But um, they don't they don't want to hear from you. Yeah. They don't want to hear anything from you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, you know, now this is, you know, you pushing your child to make sure, you know, that. Hey, I can't I can't reach out to your teacher if you're failing. You yeah. Know, thanks for letting me know that you failed. But um you need to reach out to them. Yeah. I mean, that is such a good skill of like asking for help right. when you need help mm-hmm. and learning how to communicate with an authority figure. Right. You know, times where you understand your place and you show respect. <laughs> right. right. I mean, because sometimes that's what the choice we need to make. Mm-hmm. But other times when you need to maybe stand <laughs> up and push back, you right. know, and that that requires sometimes a complicated or complex level of discernment right you know we have we had an inf- throughout all my girls school years we really only had one teacher that was a very negative experience and she was just so strict and this is like in you know really little mm-hmm. kids like when you think back on it i'm like if i could redo that year right. i'd do some things different <laughs> and if they came to ask her a question being very young small children she kind of shamed them and she would just say well weren't you listening you mm-hmm. know and like you know because i think in her head she thinks she is teaching them to listen to when when they're being taught right but what it really communicates is shame yeah. and fear right. of like not asking for help because you're going to be humiliated mm-hmm. or you're going to get in trouble. Right. 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 And I think that is just rotten. It is. Yeah. And so from that point on, I have even still like, you know, several school years later, still trying to work and unwind that. Yeah. You know, you have to you have a relationship with your teacher mm-hmm. right there is right. a relationship there and there has to be communication exactly right you you just 
you have to. Yeah, you, I'll just say, yeah. yeah you got you have to do it. And that that's re- that's really good. I'm trying to get that because mm-hmm. again, now when they're in college, they're now confronted with an adult is how they're looking at it, even though in all honesty, it's two adults. Right. You know, they are considered an adult. Mm-hmm. So of course, you know, there there's always, you know, how we raise your kids, you know, there is always that level of respect. And mine always had that as well. But mm-hmm. I also said you give respect, you know, and you need to get respect. Mm-hmm. You know, once that respect good, is yeah. yeah. Once that respect is gone, well, okay. So now now you're <laughs> you're asking for me to approach you differently. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, yeah it can be that, but you know, but again, you know, just you you give it, they need to receive it as well. True. So, yeah. So true. Yeah. yeah. So you 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 can approach them, you can talk to them because if you don't, then I remember with one of my kids you know, the professor said they they were waiting for my kid to come and talk to him. You know, it's like you keep getting all these low grades. I'm now waiting for you because, again, it's it's not their job. Their job is to not teach to you. Trick you yeah. Down. yeah. Yeah. They put the information out there. They make sure you get it. After that, you're on your own. So if you fail, now you need to knock on their door. You need to send them that email, mm-hmm. you know, and of course, do it during their business hours because, my goodness, yes. you know, like. <laughs> and don't wait until you're like really deep down in the ditch (laughs) do it earlier on like keep yourself from getting it yeah all of those are are great tips and i think that you're right what would you say like from a practical standpoint maybe of getting yourself ready oh my goodness you know (laughs) that is so great i i I should i get out the tissues i you know what oh when i was (laughs) about our topic like honestly like my first one i was like you know wiping away tears again because i was like i was devastated i was hurt i mean of course you know if they say that they want to go to college because you know put that on out there like some kids don't want to go to college that makes sense college is not for everyone yeah and all of these tips apply whether or not it's you know a college path right or if it's a trade school path or you know if it is a, a continued education path that's at home, you know, not right. everybody goes off to a campus. Exactly. Or if they want, you know, they're going to be entering the workforce right out of exactly. high school. Like there are a lot of different yeah. options. Mm-hmm. But I think these tips kind of it's just it's going from that it's that transitionary period right, into right. a change in your relationship mm-hmm. because they are entering young adulthood. Right. And you trying to kind of launch. Yeah. Launch them. So, yeah. okay. So, so, yeah. So that's perfect. So the one thing that I was like making sure that I wanted to remember to say is that you go from being their manager to then their CEO. Oh, gosh. You know, right. So you think okay. about it, right. So you're, you're managing your child's life mm-hmm. to now being the CEO saying, well, what do you think about this? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like what would happen if and you you know then now you're putting your suggestion out there so you know so just remember you know you're going from from that one point to now another point Mm -hmm. and then uh, like you said um there's there's not just that kid that's leaving there's the kids at home there's the parents you know everybody is now about to it's a loss you know you are literally about to lose someone Mm -hmm. and your day-to-day of everything that you did before is really going to change yeah. So there is getting, yeah, I know, I know. It now is, I, now <laughs> I'm making sad faces. Yeah. And those sad faces are so, oh my gosh. Yeah. My, my oldest one that left was like, 
the the mom like she was the momager of like everything like she put together like all of her siblings school supply list you know seriously (laughs) like in stacks Uh you know it's like okay this is so-and-so's and and call them to her room so they could grab their stacks of (laughs) you know and (laughs) it was and then it was like i'm now going to another year and i'm like oh geez so you don't have your stack of, you know, supplies. You're not managing school supplies this year, I see. <laughs> yeah, 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 that and just, you know, having stuff signed. So it, it's going from that transition of, you know, remembering that. And then, of course, like I said, just getting everybody else ready. So things are going to change. So mm-hmm. you kind of need to have, you know, your house ready, them ready. And the other thing that I really like that I did, and I mean, she almost kind of did it a little bit on her own, is that, you know, their space now is going to be, depending on if they shared it with someone, she didn't. But so it's going to be empty or empty-ish, not really. Right. So what I liked having her do was kind of go through her things because I feel like there's nothing worse. And especially, you know, you see them on TV shows, like when the kids come back from college and like it's a workout room or it's a library. And they're like, OK, so you don't love me because that's, right. what, they, <laughs> that's yeah. what they take it to. You have to transition <laughs> into converting the room into something right else. don't yeah. don't throw it up into that so i let her you know it's like organize your room clean it up you know let's right. get rid of the things that you didn't really want or now you're like that's not going to college with me right you know and and let them let them do that you know and then i kind of think that it's good if you and you know the the house kind of see you know like she's you know packing things up like this is changing like this is moving over here you know they, mm-hmm. it, it is going to change so it kind of it's a it's physically starting to yeah. show the mm-hmm. change like in the exactly. actual tangible space exactly yeah. so it's like you go from saying it to now you're seeing it mm-hmm. and so I, yeah it, I, I think it really helped kind of all of us to be like oh wow it is changing yeah, yeah yeah it is you know because when uh we were talking about ideas i i got to thinking and i hadn't considered it considered it before but there is a lot of resources and information and college supply lists (laughs) and all those things yeah about making the transition that transition for a child Mm -hmm. but it is just as important to help the other people who are still in the home. Yeah. You know, the siblings, mm-hmm. um, the parents, grandparents, whoever lives in the home, like also understanding kind of making the transition. So I'm so glad that that you brought that up um, because I don't think it gets maybe as much press yeah, no. as the other <laughs> aspect of it. Right. Yeah. I, I don't think they do either. And that's why I, I think I really liked, you know, that you're like these are some things we, you know, like we should kind of, kind of go over. And Mm -hmm. I was really thinking about them and I was like, yeah, no one said like, you're going to be hurt. You know, like this, this is going to be, this is going to be a lot for you. It hurts. Yeah, yeah, it does. And it's like, even if you're like, oh yes, 18, get them out of here. You say that and then they're out of there and you're like, wait, come back. Yeah, please come back. Yeah. So, and then I think also, you know, like you let them set their boundaries and then you set the expectations, right? Mm. But you also need to let them know, hey, if I don't hear from you, I am worried. So, you know, yeah. shoot me a text. Shoot me a text. Say, hey, like, I'm good. I'm, I'm back in my room, mm-hmm. you know, and leave it at that. And don't push, you know, mm-hmm. like you can be like, how was your day? You know, things that you would probably do That's if they good. were, yeah, if they were at home. You know, first, what, week of school, you were always, like, checking in and, like, hey, how's your teacher? How's this? You know, how's that? Mm-hmm. Okay, cool. You have everything. Same with college. You know, you yeah. want to do the same thing. Just be like, how, how was the day? How yeah. was it? Okay, great. And then, like I said, when you when they set their 
you know, their boundaries and you, you sadly have to, you know, accept them. You sadly have to. <laughs> no, I think that is an awesome tip yeah. um, because, you know, yeah, like setting, you know, what your expectations are and those are understood that these mm-hmm. are met or right. we or there's a problem in the relationship and being like, I need to hear from you, whether it's once a day, once a week, right. every other day, you know, like whatever mm-hmm. it is, just on, you know, what is comfortable for you, right. you know, and whatever the situation is. And then just allowing them, you know, the freedom to then whatever, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, just ha- if of- it's once a week you want to hear from them, right. then they pick when that once a week is, exactly. you know, exactly. so that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let, let them do that. And that is perfect on, on gauge of that. And I had athletes, so their, their strict schedule was, you know, kind of, kind of too much to that, you know, like right. they have to wake up at 5 a.m. and they're out of the door at six. Mm-hmm. Mommy calling or texting at seven is a little distraction and possibly annoying. And, you know, right. when they're so far away, you don't want to be annoying. Right. You know, so. You, 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 you ask them, you know, like if they're, you know, willing to tell you like, Hey, like this is the time that I have to be these places, you know, the, here's this. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, just shoot that text, maybe like midday, you know, and then give them time. So I, I think that's, you know, that's Mm -hmm. huge, you know, let them do that. So that way then there's no resentment anywhere. No one feels left out or disappointed, Mm -hmm. you know, because there's nothing worse than, than feeling that, you know, and, and they're gone. And then, um, cause in that point you are starting, you're I mean, you've been doing this their whole life, but <laughs> more like <laughs> more so to them, it feels like you're sort of starting the framework for what your adult relationship with them is going to be like. Yes. Right. Yeah, and so yeah. that transitions into once they become, you know, Lord, please, fully established contributing members of society (laughs) who may ultimately have partners and children, you know, like you are establishing a good framework for how you want that to grow as they get older as well. Yeah, because I definitely want that to grow. And I I think I have like a unique relationship with my kids because when I'm telling other people about like the things that I want or things that I've done, they're like, oh my goodness, I would have loved for my kid to be like, yeah, this is fine. Or yeah, do this. And I'm just Mm -hmm. like, oh, I, you know, so I, I do realize that, you know, everyone doesn't have the same thing that I do and I get that. But I, I also think like, again, you know, how we were talking about like preparing, like these are the things that I put in place like mm-hmm. early on. Yeah. You know, I let them know that they could come talk to me, that they can tell me things, you know, and I mean, you talk about someone having topmost judgiest kids or, <laughs> <laughs> or me, you know, like they will tell me and, the, and they feel comfortable. You know, there's no disrespect anywhere. There's nothing like that. It's like, you know what? I know I can talk to mommy about this. And if, you know, if this is mm-hmm. crazy or this is something, I can say something without her ripping my head off. Yeah. Now, you know, I might laugh about something and then I'm like, really? That's what you chose to tell me. You know, I remember <laughs> I re- remember my mom saying, like, we are perfect parents. You know, you're perfect until your kids tell you otherwise. Oh, yeah. I, I already have. Fl- <laughs> I am not perfect. I know. You know, so it's like they, they tell you, no, no, you're not as great as you thought you were. Right. And this is why. And then that kind of gives you a chance. Especially oh, they ha- and they have it like they hit the nail on the head. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, and you're like, Every yes, time. you are correct. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And it's, it's nice when it's like at least the older one pointing it out because then you're like oh 
okay, now I have a few more chances. Yeah, <laughs> you, you get you got five more to go. Right. It's like, I'm going to get it right this time. Thank I'm you out, so much. I'm yeah. out of luck on that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, you are. <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we are going to talk more about kind of the emotional prep side of this and a few more things. So we'll be right back. Lovely. All right. Looking for reliable child care in the Fort Worth, Dallas area? We've got you covered. We've done the research and compiled an extensive list of local child care options to fit your family's needs. You'll find a variety of child care options in this guide from babysitting and nannying services, traditional daycare, drop-in child care, preschools, and even summer care options. Visit fwmoms.com or check out the show notes of this episode to find links to all of these resources. Let us help you find the perfect child care for your family. All right, Ashanti, let's talk about, we talk about a lot of practical things, and those are really, they were really awesome tips and things I hadn't thought about a lot. So now I want to dive into the emotional side of it. I mean, we touched on a little bit. So like the emotional side. For the kiddo leaving, the emotional side for you mm-hmm. as a mother, and then like the emotions of everyone else in the house. Like, what are your tips for handling it? Because my guess is it's like you can't predict how you're going to feel until yeah. you're in the moment and then you're feeling it. Right. Yeah. You really can't. And I think because, you know, you know, it's going to happen. And I was really thankful that my kid listened where I said, you can't go far. So <laughs> this is a, when in other conversations she and I have had, I want you to know this is a theme of Erla. Oh, she talks about launching them, but she was like within a certain mile radius. Exactly. That's yeah. that's the your that's your expectation. It really is. Yeah. It really is. And I, I hey, I mean that's but they agree. So mm-hmm. it's great. Yeah. And again, that's for the, now. Yeah, for for now. And guys, if y'all listen to this, please remember for always. <laughs> Don't break her heart. (laughs) Yeah, do not. Do not. You don't want to see it happen. But uh, for the rest (laughs) that don't that don't get that that perk, um, you know, it it is heartbreaking. It is regardless if you're like, yes, freedom. Yeah, you that freedom. You're like, man, that's crazy. Right. But, you know, because they're they're really not reaching out to you and they're not, you know, doing anything. Mm -hmm. And I mean, that that driving that driving to there, if you're like I said, you know, if you're able to do that driving or flying when when you get them there you know and if you feel like you want to cry like honestly you should do it sure you know yeah. they, they need to see that you're going to miss them because you know what when they weren't thinking you know like oh i said you know once a week to call or text well now they're reaching out to you asking you about your day mm-hmm. you're going to be shocked right. you know <laughs> i have arrived <laughs> yeah. they have expressed concern for another person right yes. you know and i mean that is top like best feeling when they're like hey how was your day and you're like looking around like hello <laughs> sorry but who who, who is someone is else it? on the phone? Did you? Yeah. Yeah. Like what? what? Yeah. yeah. That's <laughs> so, terrible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, um, so yeah, let, let them see how you're feeling, you know, and if you're like, oh yeah, you know, was, you know, all the sarcasm and everything, like I was waiting for you to get out. Like, yeah, maybe now it's not really the time for that. Right. You know, they need to see like, 
you are, you know, you're, you're going to be fine, but you know, you're hurt. You're going to miss them. Let Mm -hmm. them, you know, let them see that. And the same with the siblings, you know, like they should be able to have their chance to, you know, connect and reach out and, Mm -hmm. you know, do different things. And there were some things that like mine were used to doing with their sibling. And I kid you not, like when I told everyone, like, the you know the the phone calls that were coming from their older brother to you know to them and i didn't know about it i had no idea you know i mean they've got their little tablets and stuff and of course you know someone's have the number you know that they're reading to him every mm-hmm. night now he's not calling or texting me but he's talking he's talking well i mean them. and that's another aspect of it as well is that it's not just there's an evolution of a relationship between you and the, and the older kiddos but they start having their own, they're managing their own relationships with other right. family members. And yeah. even like, I remember how much my relationships with my grandmothers grew mm-hmm. when I, you know, whenever I became, right. because I kind of started managing it and you, you become mildly <laughs> less self-centered. Right. Yeah, right. And you mm-hmm. start, you start reaching out. Yeah. I went to go visit, you know, like yeah. you were like in that grew yeah. in your independent self Mm -hmm. you know when when you were kind of talking about the grief and the loss you know that you feel i think it's important to to say i mean because i imagine this might be how i would have like defaulted it was like just trying to then go back to my life as the way it was with in and as just pick up where you left off. Right. But you yeah. can't do that because there's a person missing like exactly. in that dynamic. Yeah. And then allowing space for yourself and everyone else in the home to grieve that. Mm-hmm. And that can come across in a lot of different ways. So it's right. kind of like you just can't, oh, well, we're just going to pick up and like keep on going. Exactly. Like everyone's going to be grieving in different ways. Mm-hmm. And having margin for that yeah yeah and you know what and that's that's really good because it that's exactly what happens everyone you know how they always say people grieve in in their own way Mm -hmm. you know and also at different times so you know like with my first one i i was you know the whole week you know of getting her you were in the bed not like crying just bring me some doritos yeah i didn't want to budge and then i was like finding myself you know like all newborn again like peeping in the room and watching her sleep you know i'm like i'll never be to do this again Aww. you know like I, yeah i was hurt i was i was hurt so yes. and when anna comes home from college i'll say do you want me to cut you an apple yeah exactly you'll be ready to cut I'll that do apple. It. <laughs> exactly so so yeah everyone kind of does their own thing and i i remember like i said like that week got me dropping her off like got me like i like now thinking about it i was like oh my gosh like yeah my kid my baby Ooh, yeah, yeah i'm gonna wipe those tears away you just re- she's lie. tearing up everyone <laughs> it, yeah that was what forever ago but like Still, i just remember you, like it, it it hurt the emotion I like, of it i cannot yeah. believe you know like my other person is gonna be gone so and then the siblings you know like i guess like even like with the little ones it took them maybe a minute but then it was like some of the stuff they were used to they're like oh Oh, like they're they're not here to do this mm-hmm. or you know like the younger ones are like i'm gonna save this for them and i'm like yeah i mean like if it's not food maybe <laughs> yeah because <laughs> it was usually food yeah. you know my kids no, love to eat can't, <laughs> yeah. can't do that. they love a meal so mm-hmm. it's like yeah no we can't really save that but what you can do you know is is take a picture of it send it to them be like mm-hmm. i was thinking about you 
you know, so that's kind of like where yeah. you kind of, you know, because that's what was happening. It. Yeah, exactly. they were thinking. Yeah. yeah. So you should still definitely do that. But, you know, giving everybody their time, not saying like, oh, get over it or let's do this. Like, don't don't push everyone into doing mm-hmm. what you're wanting to do or making it easier for you. Correct. Because yeah. it's going to be hard for them as well. Yeah. Well, well, let's wrap up with just what are some other, you know, maybe that's kind of like miscellaneous. Like, what are some yeah. other lessons learned from, you know, already kind of doing this a couple of times that yeah, you would few. want to share <laughs> with um, our listeners? Okay. Well, I do like the thoughts of, um, you know, when you're thinking about like school supplies, li- school supply list. Hello. Just like, you know, you normally do. College is different. You know, they don't need 50,000 binders. They don't need a ream of paper, mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, maybe a few notebooks a few pins, maybe thinking about them studying some highlighters. Yeah. Keep it basic, but give them their electronics. Um, they really want to have like a home away from home. So like, you know, mm-hmm. you got to have that TV, you got to have that, you know, sound system. If that's, you know, what they had, have that. And uh, think about those showers. Like, oh, ew. No, they, they need don't sho- think about the showers. <laughs> I don't know why you were doing this. Yeah, they you, you got to have some some shower shoes, you know, because like it's it's gross out there. Um, and then, you know, kind of, you always want to, some people, they're always like, oh, the dishes and everything. Well, some of these dorms, like my first one did not have, I think maybe she had like a basic sink, like just a tiny sink. There wasn't really room to wash a dish. Mm -hmm. So it was like, okay, I think we had like three or four, you know, simple things and then everything else was disposable. So, you know, keep that in mind. Um, and then again, everyone doesn't have a good tip. yeah. Yeah. Everyone doesn't have a free laundromat. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, save those quarters. Get your Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Get that money. Did um, your kids ever bring their laundry home? Oh, they did. That's they what did. I actually would do. I would take yeah. it to my sisters who lived, well, luckily lived in the same town. But I would just like, I mean, I would go until there was like nothing left. Yeah. And yeah. then it was like, <laughs> I'm coming to do seven loads of laundry at your house for free. Exactly. Hope you don't mind. Exactly. Um, Okay, what other lessons learned do you want to share? Uh, and then I think uh, thinking about meal plans. I mm. know uh, uh, a lot of uh, the athletes, they have to have a meal plan. And sometimes they actually have to have a certain one. So, of course, you know, if there's a certain one you have to have, then stick with it. But the thing to maybe think about is that um, those meal plans, you don't need the most expensive one. You know, because most of the time it's like, you know, school lunches. They're not going to like it. And they're not going to eat it. So, I, I like going with either the, the cheapest one or mm-hmm. the middle one. Never go with the top one. Because <laughs> they'll all. never eat they'll it. They'll never eat it. You'll know your money was just wasted. Yeah. And um, most of those are closed on the weekend. So you kind of mm-hmm. need to give them a chance, you know, stock them up with, you know, sustainable right. pantry things. And then yeah. some just a few refrigerated things. So I feel like that's sure. that's really something you definitely And teach them about. how to grocery shop. <laughs> oh, yes. my goodness. Yes. Show them how to do that. Either that or if they're, you know new age that uh online shopping yes That's right <laughs> okay right we're we're old <laughs> but although i will say so i live really close to a, a large college and my local grocery store is just like two blocks from the college. So that's mm-hmm. where a lot of the college kids go. Yeah. It's very entertaining, oh, particularly <laughs> whenever you're at like the beginning. So like if I go to the grocery store in like September, mm-hmm. like in the evening. Yeah hysterical because it's all these person like kit college kids who are like freshmen but they look like they're 12 to me now because of i'm course. that aged and 
They are. They have all of the generic brands because they're not spending the yeah. money oh, on yeah. the. They're not using all the money. No, they're not getting the name <laughs> brand stuff. And you just like they will just be like looking and looking forever and like yeah. really running. And I always get kind of tickled by like the collection of stuff in their oh, basket. You know, yeah. it's kind of funny. It is funny to see. Yeah, you know what? I think with you saying that, I think maybe giving them like an idea of like what you buy <laughs> yeah. it helps. Yeah. So that way, then they're not completely lost. I know mine. Always called like, hey, did you buy this or that? I'm mm-hmm. like, no, do not get that. Remember, I told you, look at the unit price. Like, right. this is what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. And so they that's, they shopped a lot better. Yeah, that's <laughs> kind of fun. Okay, what what other lessons learned? I know I pointed out about like your kid being like independent, getting them ready for that, mm-hmm. um, getting the roommates' parents' phone numbers. Which is a plus because that's I, a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say that. I'm sorry. No, you didn't say that. Oh, yeah. okay. I'm so glad. Yeah, that that is actually really important. Um, even if they don't initiate it, you should. And then, of course, they'll be like, oh, why didn't I ask for mm-hmm. that? Because, like, your, your kids are roommates. They're going to be in the same room. And if your kid doesn't return or something, you know, like, you know. Yeah, everybody it, needs to have everybody's number. Yeah, yeah they, for a safety thing. Yeah, just, yeah, just for that. You know, it's not, it doesn't have You're to be You're not calling for, to tattle yeah, or yeah, any yeah, of you that You just stuff. need to know, yeah. like, hey, your kid actually is alive. Right. <laughs> you know? Just wanted to let you know I had yeah. confirmation of that today. <laughs> exactly. They are still existing. <laughs> Yeah, so that that is that is a plus. Uh, let's see. And oh, we were talking about the laundry. Like I always think, like be prepared for that if they live that kind of close. Like be ready for the laundry. Accept it, whether you, you know if you do it or letting them do it. Like that's your chance to kind of you know kind of get in there and let mm-hmm. them bring their friends. You know because yeah. you you want to kind of be the party house or whatever mm-hmm. house like. Because you'd prefer your kid coming back to you right. versus going someplace else. So don't be like, oh, no, no, no. They cannot come. No, allow it. Allow yes. it. And just, just get ready for it. You know? Yeah, just- and, you know, I love that, actually. I Because I didn't have a home that I was going back to because of just lots of dysfunction and issues. Right. And I so appreciated my friends who took me home with them. Yeah. yeah. And I loved having those experiences in their homes mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, that I love that too. Yeah. That's a it was that's a real positive memory and experience for me. Yeah, that's awesome. See, yeah. I've never denied any of the kids and of course sometimes I didn't get the heads up that they were coming. Well, so that's it's like, okay, hey, yeah. you know what? Fine. What's one more when you've got eight? <laughs> exactly. That's what right. it was. It's like what's one more? And then care packages. Mm. Um, you know, the schools a lot of schools have like, you know, a standard one or they send something be like, Hey, you're you know, there's testing this week or there's something. I mean, if you're not one of those parents that likes to kind of put all the stuff together yourself, then go through that. Um, yeah. mine were used to getting stuff for me like every holiday. Valentine's Day, you're you know, at home you're getting something. So now there's Yeah, I totally, totally yeah. think that I'll do that with with my own kids yeah yeah and we even had we've had some one on our fort worth moms team who did like as soon as her oldest went she's and she's continued to do like she would sort of take care of like all the prep and you come over to her house and you pack those boxes together and oh, like men, mail them off which is good for me probably good for me like, <laughs> you can just get you know you can pay her like a little small fee to take yeah. care of everything and then yeah we'll, 
have a fun night packing it up see together. it makes that awesome i mean even like now my kids are always like oh man i remember getting that you know like a little note in there mm-hmm. you know a little something of yeah something so no, i love it yeah valentine's that day you're not and... forgotten you're exactly. not like you were it's not like you're no longer part of this family exactly. you are still part yes, yes. yeah i, I love it, that yeah i think it came easter one time and my kid was like hey my easter basket didn't show up in the mail like is it on its way or... <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like it is like there was some other things that I got and I wanted to put in the box. Yeah. So, so. like it, it's coming. So yeah, don't forget those care packages because you know their friends are getting them. You know someone else is getting them, and right. now you that's know your good. kids not. So yeah, that is a that's a fun little little plus in there. So don't forget that. And it's also call me. Remember yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm still here. So yeah. Please reach out. It's a reminder. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of like when you're interviewing for a job, just <laughs> checking in to see if there's any more information. Exactly. Yeah. yeah so yeah, definitely do that. Well, this has been a great conversation. Thank you very much for chatting about this topic. Um, I think all of the ideas that you shared are really good ones. And just aspects of this season of life that, like I said before, just don't get enough press. So thank you for sharing. Um, And we'll have more information on the show notes as well along with some mm. other articles and episodes on the topic. Yes, so. I always love that. So that's going to be perfect. Right. Thank you. Welcome. Bye. Bye. As always, visit fwmoms.com to see the notes from this show, including links to products and content mentioned in this episode. And one more time, just in case you missed it, fwmoms.com. Bill Media.